It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well, listen, Rich, it's nice to have you back in the studio again. I get pretty lonely, you know, in this empty studio. We've been doing this together for so long. Well, I'm glad to be here, part of the team. You're the father, I'm the son. It's the father-son team. Do we have a good program lined up for today? Well, we sure do. Now, last week, I was telling the folks, um, see, November 12th, 1962, that's 57 years ago, that Bot Radio Network first began. Very, very interesting. But you, last week, you were on the West Coast because... Uh, you were on a board meeting for Far East Broadcasting, and that brought back a lot of memories when Bobby Bowman was the founder of that. Exactly. It's my privilege to serve on the board of directors of the Far East Broadcasting Company, which broadcasts the gospel overseas into eastern countries all across that part of the world, into China, the Philippines, uh, Vietnam, and uh, Japan, and Korea, and all yeah. over India, and even into the Ukraine. But you see, Rich, those were pioneers. Uh, there were lots of pioneers. It was a Billy Graham and a Billy Sunday before him, you know. But I was thinking, when you were talking about Far East Broadcasting and Bobby Bowman, then there was Paul Freed, who I knew quite well. I even went to Germany with him one time. And Paul Freed started Trans World Radio. Yes. Uh, Trans World Radio, you see, Paul Freed was a student at Wheaton College. He didn't have any money to pay for his tuition and college expense, so he got to be prayed. <laughs> That's the idea, he prayed. And God gave him an idea to make belts. In those days, it was fashionable for the men to have these belts made of woven pieces of leather. And you wove, weave these pieces of leather together, and that's what makes a belt. So that's what Paul Freed did. And then he would go around to the men's clothing stores and sell them wholesale. And, and then they just got bought up. So he hired some more students from the college to make the belts so he could go around and sell them at the men's clothing stores. Well, and that's how he paid his way through college. And then he had a sister, and her name was Ruth. And she she wasn't able to stay in college, so he kept his business going until Ruth graduated, and then he shut it down. Because his testimony was God gave him that vision, that idea, to help him and his sister through college. But he didn't want to get distracted. He didn't want to keep the business going because God had called him to establish a Transworld Radio into the European countries. And you see, those are the visionaries, aren't they? Well, yes. And then there was uh, HCJB in Quito, Ecuador, that broadcast the gospel throughout the Americas, North America, South America, and literally around the world uh, into all 24 time zones, high atop in the Andes Mountains, 9,000 yeah. feet above sea level. All right. HCJB. I tell you Amazing. what. It starts with giving your heart to the Lord. Yes. And trusting him and then praying. And God will hear your prayer. Here's Carol Robertson to talk about it. I'll never be the same since Jesus heard my prayer. My whole life has changed since Jesus heard my prayer. There's love in my heart for people everywhere. And it happened when Jesus heard my prayer. Darkness had to flee. 
When Jesus heard my prayer, my soul was set free. When Jesus heard my prayer, a new life began. While on my knees there, and it happened when Jesus heard my prayer. Because of the blood He shed on the cross, to heaven He's opened the way. If you will believe with all of your heart, Jesus will hear you today. I never heard a sound when Jesus heard my prayer. I felt angels all around when Jesus heard my prayer. He lifted sin's burden, took away all my cares, and it happened when Jesus. Heard my prayer because of the blood he shed on the cross. To heaven he's opened the way. If you will believe with all of your heart, Jesus will hear you today. I'll never be the same. Since Jesus heard my prayer, my whole life has changed. Since Jesus heard my prayer, there's love in my heart for people everywhere. And it happened when Jesus heard my prayer. Yes, it happened when Jesus heard my prayer. Tell you what, Rich, let's hear from Eve, who was one of our listeners who called our listener comment line this week. This is Eve near Omaha, Nebraska, and we love Bot Radio. We love everything about it. We love Focus on the Family, Michael Youssef, Jay Seklow, because we hear the good things about our country and about President Trump, and all of this stuff is so important, and Rick Warren and Chip Ingram. We just love it all. We have told so many people, and we are so blessed by your radio station. God bless you, and thank you for all that you do. While we're doing this, while we're doing this, let's hear from a lady in Southern Illinois. Yes, I'm from Southern Illinois, and I just wanted to let you all know what a blessing Bot Radio has been for me. I listen all morning long and really don't have a favorite. All the preachers are are so good, and they're so rich in wisdom for me. But anyway, my husband passed away, and so the radio station has really been a blessing listening to Bot 91.5 out of St. Louis. So thanks again for everything you've done, and God bless. Now, Rich, uh, give, give us yeah, a phone Yes, the, the listener comment line. We'd love to hear from you, too, folks. Uh, the listener comment line, 1-800-345-2621. Yeah. 800-345-2621. Rich, that last listener mentioned that she had lost her husband. And I'll tell you, folks, that's, that's when the comfort of the Lord, that's when the comfort of the cross uh, is so important. Without a doubt. Now, this past week, I wasn't going to say anything about this, Rich. The past week, we were at a funeral in Springfield, Missouri. And I'll tell the lady's name. It was Faith Perkins. Faith Perkins. And I'll tell you her family and the way she lived her life for the Lord. And then her children spoke. 
And then, and they were already grandparents as well. But what a beautiful thing it was. It was just like a revival meeting, wasn't it? It was. It was like the children rose up and called her blessed. Oh, it sure was. Now, here's something that'll kind of be our feature today. We've all heard this song, The Old Rugged Cross, haven't we? The Old Rugged Cross. I mean, if that, that isn't an oldie. Um, L. Smith who uh, uh, was born in 1916 and died in 2001. That's about 19, 20 years ago that he died. But in his, in his own voice, why he tells the story about the old rugged cross, here it is. Although written almost 100 years ago, the old rugged cross is still without a doubt one of the most used and requested songs in Christian church music. I had the privilege of singing at the famous Mel Trotter Mission in Grand Rapids, Michigan in the 1940s. The evening meeting had closed and I had wandered over to Walgreens Drugstore to get a sandwich. After I had given my order, an elderly man with flowing snow-white hair and very thick glasses came up to me and asked, Are you Al Smith? When I replied that I was, he introduced himself and shaking my hand said, I'm George Bernard. God was answering a desire of my heart, for I had often wished to meet the writer of the old rugged cross. And here he was. Now I could get the story of his writing firsthand. Here's how he told it to me that night. John 3.16 had always been a favorite verse of mine. The more I quoted it, instead of becoming worn and threadbare, it became more alive and seemed to take on a deeper meaning. But always there was with it a vision of a cross. Not a beautiful gold-colored one, but a rough and rugged one. A cross of shame, stained with the blood of God's only begotten Son, shed for me. One day, as I was again reviewing the scene in my mind's eye, I began to compose a song. A complete melody really came in a matter of minutes, but all I could get of the words was, I'll cherish the old rugged cross nothing more. For the next several months I would take it out and work on it, polishing the melody in words, but with it all I was not satisfied. I did by then have the completed chorus, but the words of the stanzas did not seem to get right, or to gel right. During this time I had meetings in several churches, including the Friends Church in Sawyer, Wisconsin, and at the Methodist Church in a town called Pokagon, located in the southwest part of Michigan. At both of these places I sang what I had completed of the song, and the people seemed to respond favorably, but I still was not satisfied. It was after my meeting in Pokagon that I took some evangelistic services in New York State. In these meetings I felt led to major on the theme of the cross. At each service, many were coming to Christ, claiming the finished work at Calvary as their right to eternal life. More and more, the Lord was showing me the true meaning of His love as shown at Calvary. The thrilling experiences of these meetings so overwhelmed me with the importance of the cross that when I returned to Appion, Michigan, Albion, I took the manuscript I had been uh, trying to finish for those several months and I sat down at the kitchen table in the parsonage and immediately was able to rewrite the stanzas of the song with so much as one word falling to 
one word failing to fall into place. I called in my wife, took out my guitar, and sang the completed song to her. She was thrilled. I then sent the manuscript to Charles H. Gabriel in Chicago, asking him to harmonize it so that I could have a music plate made and publish it. When Mr. Gabriel returned the finished manuscript, he enclosed a note saying, You will hear from this song. And when I played the song and sang it for some friends, they too said, God has given you a song that will never die. It has moved our hearts as no other song ever has. The kind remarks were appreciated very much, but I realized then, as I do now, that I could take no credit for the song, for you see, I really hadn't written it. I was merely the instrument of, that God used. Dr. Bernard then excused himself, saying, I must get back to Albion tonight, for it isn't good for a young fellow like me. He was then over seventy-five, to be out too late after dark. Alfred B. Smith On a hill far away Stood an old rugged cross The emblem of suffering and shame and I love that old cross Where the dearest and best For a world of lost sinners Was slain So I'll cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross And exchange it some day for a crown Oh, that old rugged cross, so despised by the world, has a wondrous attraction for me. For the dear Lamb of God left his glory above to bear it to dark Calvary. In the old rugged cross, stained with blood so divine, a wondrous beauty I see, for it was on that old cross Jesus suffered and died to pardon and sanctify me. To the old rugged cross I will ever be true Its shame and reproach gladly bear Then he'll call me some day To my home far away Where his glory forever I'll share So I'll cherish the old rugged cross 
till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a you can get out your hymnal get out your old hymnal and find that song in there and rich i have been singing that song since i was a boy at robinsdale bible church in minnesota uh, of course more years <laughs> um, but i'll never sing it again without remembering hearing what we just heard i've been singing it since i was a boy yeah that was um, that was al smith uh he was born in 1916 and died in 2001, and he was telling us the story about when he met George Bernard, who was the writer of that song and the circumstances. You know, Rich, that's what makes a hymn and a, and a song that has meaning and message so precious. Um, I want, our, I want our listeners to hear some of our other friends that have called in now this week. Here is a lady from Chesterfield, Missouri. Good afternoon. I'm a listener from Chesterfield, Missouri. I'm thankful for the programming, but equally and more so thankful for Mr. Bott's healing. Thankful to you, Mr. Bott, for allowing our Heavenly Father to use your life. My prayer for you, Mr. Bott, your family, and BRN is Numbers 6, 24 through 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Thank you so much. Oh, isn't that sweet, Rich? I mean, you you know, no wonder I think of our listening audience as family. That's right, Dad. And she's talking about your voice, how uh, it's gotten so much better well, since that surgery. It, 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 we thank God for your healing. Yes, that's for sure. It's better than a whisper because that's what I was down better to. Better than it was. Now, here is Mary from Carbondale, Kansas. This is Mary from Carbondale, Kansas, and again, I'm just listening to the complete story with Rich and Dick Bott, and I, it's just amazing me each week, the memories you bring up in the past, what we used to do and what we should still be doing, and what we got to pray that we will start doing again. Thank you. God bless. You know, Rich, we promised the Lord that, that we would have quality and trustworthy Bible teaching and Christian news and information. And while people may be from different churches, different denominations, they've got to be true to the Word. They've got to be true to the Word and proclaim it um, loudly and clearly. And, and that's what we've been doing for 57 years, isn't it? Well, that's the key, is to make sure that the Bible is the authority. Yeah. Now, different people might might, misinterpret, might interpret passages differently in some cases, and we can discuss that and yeah. debate it and, and uh, try to discern what the Lord means in a certain passage. But the truth is that the truth is the yeah. Word of God. Yeah. So we have to always come back <laughs> to the Bible as our authority. For Let by me, grace are ye saved through faith. Through faith. Not of yourselves, lest any man should boast. Not, it's the gift of not God. Not of works. Yes. Lest any man should boast. That's right. It's a gift of God. That's right. Let me let me give the listener comment line again. Right. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Our uh, listener comment line is 1-800-345-2621. 
345-2621. And your opinion is important to All us. Right, Thank are you, you. Are you ready for another oldie? Are you ready for another oldie? People will remember this song for sure. It's Carol Robertson singing, singing. It's not really a secret, folks, at all. Here it is. The chimes of time ring out the news. Another day is through. Someone slipped and fell. Was that someone new? You may have longed for added strength, your courage to renew. But do not be disheartened, for I bring hope to you. It is no secret what God can do. What he's done for others, he'll do for you. With arms wide open, he'll pardon you. It is no secret what God There is no night, for in his light you'll never walk alone. Always feel at home, wherever you may roam. There is no power can conquer you while God is on your side. Take him at his promise Don't run away and hide It is no secret What God can do What he's done for others He'll do for you If we just receive him and open our hearts, it's no secret what he can do. Is Didn't Stuart Hamlin write that song? I was going to ask you the same question. I think so. And Stuart Hamlin, of course, became a Christian at the Billy Graham Crusade in Los Angeles. Man, that's a long time ago. Well, that's the same crusade that Louis Zamperini gave his heart to the I Lord. I think Billy Graham, my, my word, I think he was 27 or 28 years old then. And that's when Stuart Hamlin who was a pretty famous uh, country music singer at that time, gave his heart to the Lord. And I believe he wrote that song. Isn't that amazing how the family of God is woven together down through the ages? And um, and, and that, that ought to thrill the heart of everybody listening. 
here is Carol Robertson. Here's Carol Robertson with another oldie. I'm kind of giving a lot of these old songs now because the listener comment line seems to like them, and I like them. What do you want to say? Well, if you if you know who wrote that song, if it was Stuart Hamblin or not, call us at one eight hundred three four five two six two one and let us know. All right, now here's another oldie by Carol Robertson. But thou art strong Jesus keep me From all wrong I'll be satisfied As long As I walk Let me walk Close to thee But I want to say this um, to the Roger and Faith Perkin family. God bless you, folks. Uh, your lives are a blessing to everyone who knows you. What's the number, Rich? 1-800-345-2621. 800-345-2621. This is Dick Bott and my son Rich with this chapter of The Complete Story. It's a public service. We'll see you later. We'll see you later. 